0: Good morning, everybody. I suppose we should do a radio show. It is the morning after with Nick and Big J. We are here on the 24th day of November 2020. Today is Tuesday, Big J. It's a Tuesday! Happy Tuesday to you and yours. My name is Nick, and there is Big J over there. Yeah, I'm here. And we are going to do Tuesday things today on this show that does include a little thing we like to call streaming dumbass. Were you serious about your demands yesterday? Uh I mean no but you know but I would I don't have problems with thieves. but you you do and, realize that that was off
1: air though so you I don't want to let everybody know Well yesterday was. we
0: were talking about streaming dumbass and big jays like I want a Thanksgiving movie which is hard number 1 but number 2 you do realize that all you're doing is opening yourself up to like Hallmark movies right Like there's yeah. there's no and so you're going to watch a movie that you're going to hate and you're not going to like and and that's that's what's going to end up happening. See, I don't necessarily think that that's an automatic. All right, give me the last Hallmark esque movie that you enjoyed. All uh, day. I mean, I I, I I don't know, if right. it was Hallmark or not? Well, you know what I'm saying. It's not going to, but whatever. Made for TV movie. Made for TV. Uh, I, I can't tell you.
1: Yeah.
0: Because they don't exist. Oh. Cause they're not meant to be uh, enjoyed. They're meant to be uh, used as a waste of time, <coughs> resources, and advertising mm-hmm. dollars. And so, so that they is that what they're made makes for. Hallmark movies. Geez. Uh, well, he, he knows better than anybody. He'll tell you right now. You think that's what he wants to do with his life? Get paid? Yeah. No. Make Hallmark movies. And he'll tell you. They pay no. good? No. Uh, good. I'm happy for all the people that they employ. It doesn't mean the product is good. There's Listen, lots if of people that are not even watch one of your
1: selections now. Uh, mm-hmm. well,
0: it's uh, it's not up to me. It's up to you. It is your selections. I never make a selection for you. It's almost always that you pick the movie I would never watch. But you have yourself an opportunity to play along with Big J today. That is happening. Uh, we had a winner in Santa's sack. Congratulations to Shane. Got himself a whole bunch of stuff for week number four. But we are in week number five, and it's a short week with Thanksgiving. So uh, a chance for you to get in on the action. Where we've upgraded the TV, we've added a surround sound system, it's the second to last week. So we're not messing around with Santa's sack this week on top of all the other stuff that's inside of it. You know, there's already an Echo, a Fire Stick, a tablet in there. Yeah, you win the whole kit and caboodle. Yeah, you win You win all that stuff. You don't just get like a TV in it. For, I mean, you get all of it. Uh, and then we're all leading up to the next week's final sack drawing. So you're going to want to get in on that action around 8.30 this morning as well. And have some additional fun and excitement with us over the course of the show today. At least that's the goal. We will play some music as well, like Pearl Jam. Start things off with even flow here on the morning after with Nick Giving Jet on the X-Rox. <laughs> Morning after with Nick and Big J. Important stuff brought to you by the Idaho Lottery. Are you in it to win it? The Idaho Lottery's $1 million raffle has the best odds of winning a million bucks, and it's on sale right now. So head to an Idaho Lottery retailer near you, pick yourself up a ticket or two, maybe win yourself a million dollars when the drawing comes on New Year's Eve. Numbers are in Big J based on data released by the state and its public health districts. Idaho added 1,437 new confirmed cases, 190 new probable cases. That's a total of 1,600. 27. state has reported uh, just shy of 80,000 confirmed cases of COVID-19 since the pandemic began in March. Ada and Canyon Counties continue to be the two sta- hot spots for the state. 239 in Ada, 223 in Canyon, 136 in Clearwater County. Also, 20 new deaths reported statewide yesterday. If there's good news, it is that the hospitalization and ICU numbers are down just a tick from last week's all-time high. 408 currently people hospitalized with COVID, 91 of them in ICU. So those numbers are down just a tick, not too much, but down is better than up, Big J, as I have always said. Yeah. Uh, when it comes You've to always these numbers. Said that. I have. I've said, hey, hey, down's better than up, bud. <laughs> uh, so uh, those are, are a little bit of uh, good news surrounding some still staggering numbers as the, uh, the numbers continue to mount up around the state. Rams beat the Buccaneers last night, 27-24 at Monday Night Football. Jared Goff, 376, three touchdowns. Could have used that last week. Matt Gay kicked the winning points on a 40-yard field goal with a 2.36 left. Tom Brady under pressure all night because the Rams' defensive line is pretty damn good. Under pressure. And uh, did not do too well. He threw a couple of picks, as a matter of fact. I mean,
1: and they're really bad, too.
0: Yeah, yeah, the interceptions are <clears throat> super bad. Like, uh, almost to the point where it's so bad where you're like... Did he screw up that bad, or did somebody wrong, right, run the wrong route? You know what I mean? But yeah. all these wide receivers are very good, too. So, I don't know, man. Uh, although, I tell you what, uh, having Aaron Donald chase you around for three hours would probably make you see things as well, if we're being honest. Yeah, yeah, you're right so about that. I don't necessarily blame him for wanting to get rid of the ball as quickly as humanly possible <laughs> when that guy's charging down on you. As he told you yesterday, it is bad news revolving Joe Burrow. Uh, The MRI revealed a torn ACL and MCL, along with some other structural damage in his left knee yesterday. Uh, That's going to do it for the year. He is out for the season. Uh, They do expect him to rehab in time to be back for week one of the NFL season next year. But uh, that's going to do it for Joe Burrow, who is having a hell of a year in his rookie season for a terrible football team and deserves a better fate than that for sure. And, uh, and so he is done for the year. Ryan Finley right now, your starting quarterback for the Cincinnati Bengals, for goodness sake. If you're not watching Fargo season four, I don't know what to tell you, man. It's a fantastic uh, television show. All the seasons are really good. Uh, and this one is no different. And Jack Hudson is one of the actors who is popping up in this particular season. He plays a police officer with OCD in uh this particular version of fargo and he uh you may know him from his work on boardwalk empire uh he's the uh, the assassin that had the eye patch if that makes sense that kind of had half the fa- fake face mm-hmm. he also uh, shows up on blacklist as well and he says that uh fargo is the only show that he has ever worked on that he actually can watch his work on he says he's never watched any of the shows or movies he's ever been in because he hates to watch himself work it just drives him crazy he finds all things he's like one of those i'm my worst critic kind of dudes he doesn't like watching himself because he could find always something wrong with his performance that drives him absolutely crazy but he's like i had to watch fargo because i was reading the scripts and i was like oh my god i have to see how all this plays out actually on the screen if it's as cool as it is in my mind and he says that he's been incredibly blown away by this particular season and hopes and and very very overwhelmed by the amount of support that he's gotten and his performance is really really good Uh, of course it all revolves around 1950s and 60s Kansas City and the mob life in that particular town and uh, Jack is a crooked cop in that particular side of things and so uh, he's very good in it so if you get a chance uh, you should be like Jack Hudson and watch Fargo season 4 it's got one more episode left in this particular season before it's all wrapped up and it's worth watching It's Streaming Dumbass on the morning after with Nick and Big J. Every single Tuesday, we strip down the actors, the studio that brought you all the other stuff that goes into what maybe you selected a movie. And we're left with just something called the Brief Plot Description, courtesy of the streaming network. Based on that plot description, Big J must select a movie out of three to watch and review for you in a 24-hour period. Are you ready, Big J? Yeah. All the movies today available for you to watch and procure on Netflix. Here is movie number one. A New York City lawyer hides out in the attic of his home for weeks, coming out in the daytime when his family is gone to shower and eat. But when a former boyfriend re-enters his wife's life during Thanksgiving, he realizes that he may not be able to return to life he may not be able to return to the life he has abandoned. Excuse me. Words. Do you hmm. need that one again or do you get it? Nah, I get it. Movie number two, a Yale law student drawn back into his hometown during Thanksgiving grapples with family history, Appalachian values, and the American dream. Ooh, I know something about Appalachian values, Nick. I know you do. And movie number three, a husband and wife spend a hectic Thanksgiving weekend pondering the sale of the apartment they've shared for more than 40 years. Boring. <laughs> movie number one movie number two or movie number three well that's not gonna be movie number three
1: um let's go with uh <laughs> let's go with movie number
0: two movie number two it is the god best. god help, help me on movie number one uh three right away that was called five flights up it stars morgan freeman and diane keaton you will not be watching that that's a couple that we've been married for 40 years you also passed on movie number one, which was called Wakefield. That stars Brian Cranston and Jennifer Garner. Oh. You will damn. be watching uh, the new Netflix movie called Hillbilly Elegy, Big Jay. Mm-hmm. Uh, I knew it. Amy Adams and Glenn Close are the stars of that particular movie. I don't know anything about what it's about. Uh, I know that Ron Howard directed it. Listen, you throw in uh,
1: Appalachia Mountains and, and you got Hillbillies. That's true. So, uh, I figured
0: that would be entertaining. Hillbilly's involved in it enough. Get ready for some family drama for your streaming hey man, dumbass see, movie. Hey, that's not so bad. It's available for you to stream on Netflix. Well, you haven't seen the movie yet. You'll have to see. That's got Amy Adams in it. Yeah, she. Pl- I think she plays like a, a drugged-out hillbilly. So uh, she should be hot, drugged-out hillbilly. Just like you like him? What? Yeah. Uh, morning After with Nick and Big J. And we'll get the review this time tomorrow. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. Black Friday is coming up here in a few days, but it probably shouldn't surprise you that it's not going to be like traditional Black Fridays. Since COVID-19 cases have spiked recently, uh, some state and local leaders have put some fresh lockdowns in place and or limited indoor capacities for non-essential businesses. The CDC is re- re- recommending that Americans shop online rather than in person coming up on Black Friday and the following Monday, Cyber Monday. It lists, uh, being shop- it lists shopping in crowded stores just before, on, or after Thanksgiving in the higher risk activity section. The annual Shopper Track Report predicts that Americans will spread out their shopping this year instead of going into stores on business weekends or sales days, such as Black Friday. Following suit retailers have adjusted Black Friday deals to last for weeks as opposed to just days, so that's something that you probably need to be aware of. I mean, I I hope nobody's planning on standing in line uh ridiculously long on Black Friday, but you never know, I suppose. And uh and stores have made sure that they have spread these things out so that there's not quote unquote door busters anymore. You know what I mean? That's always a big thing on Black Friday. That's not gonna be a thing this time around. So try to keep that in mind. As things get spread out, you'll have an opportunity to take advantage online as opposed to in person for your Black Friday, whatever the bleep you want to do. Rams beat the Buccaneers 27-24 on Monday Night Football last night. Jared Goff, 376 through the air, three touchdowns. Matt Gay ended up winning uh, the game on a 40-yard field goal with 236 left. Tom Brady under pressure all night through two interceptions in the game. Not a great game for the Buccaneers' offense and... They're now two games behind the Saints, Big J, in that division. Two and a half, really, because the Saints have swept them. So, I don't think the Buccaneers are going to win their division, Big J. Well, no, that's pretty clear. Which is not what people thought going into the season. Agree or disagree? Sure. Uh, are you disappointed in the uh, the Buccaneers so far? Um, I guess. Yeah, I am real bummed out. Well, it doesn't help that you're anchored to a couple of players on the offense that probably... Plays a factor in your disappointment. DeMarcus Cousins is leaving the Los Angeles Lakers. He is headed to the Houston Rockets on a one year deal, according to the internet. The uh, Lakers star, of course, uh, was out for a couple seasons, tore an ACL in his knee, and then, of course, he missed all of last season as well. So he is headed to the Rockets, are going to try again after two knee injuries uh, have set him back pretty significantly. If you're a fan of the Foo Fighters, you can check out the last 25 years of music through their new documentary they just posted on YouTube. It's called Times Like Those, and it's a visual journey that takes you through some great moments on and off stage. All six members participated in making the video and added commentary. And they're making the most of their pandemic downtime. You see them sitting together making fun of themselves as they look back on old photos. The band wrote the lighthearted, sometimes hilarious video, and Dave Grohl directed and executive produced it. And it begins with a scroll-like opening that imitates the beginning of Star Wars. And they have some fun. It's a really cool video, and I think you should check it out if you get a chance. In other Foo Fighter news, the band will be one of the global superstar acts keeping the spirit of Christmas alive via Amazon Music's Holiday Plays. They are going to do a performance at the Ace Hotel in Los Angeles that will be available on Amazon, streaming beginning on December 15th. You can hear some new music, as well as a few Christmas songs Foo Fighter-style thrown in there. Earlier this month, they released Shame Shame, which of course you can hear on the X. Medicine to Midnight uh, is supposed to be out on February 5th. So you get a little sneak preview of that via Amazon coming up in the middle of next month. So some Foo Fighter stuff to look forward to. Nice!
1: With Nick and Big J on 100.3, the X rocks.
0: Japan is where we are going for today's We're Going to Hell story that has more twists and surprises than an M. Night Shyamalan movie, Big J. As it starts somewhat innocently enough, although simply off-putting, to be sure, it starts in a grocery store there in Japan when uh, the produce department of a grocery store realized that they had an issue on their hands. Uh Uh-oh. They had 13 melons in the produce department of the grocery store that had very clear holes in them. Like, somebody had basically, like, pushed their finger through the melons. And obviously, that's, that's an Turned issue. Turned them into a bowling ball? Yeah, but it was just one one hole. Does that make sense? Oh, okay. And so, uh, you know, and the, the the grocery store checked the security footage, but they couldn't find any evidence of anybody tampering with the melons. So, we've already got an issue. We've had this uh, this this story before. You guys, you gotta stop messing around with food in stores, man. Nothing funny or okay about it, that kind of thing. And so, here comes twist number one. Why is this such a big deal? Well, uh, it's because these particular melons in Japan are basically country renowned. They're called Yabari King Melons. Uh, they make headlines in the country because they are sold at ridiculously expensive prices. The victim, the victimized melon, had a combined uh, worth of about one thousand three hundred and fifty dollars. Okay, each one wow. of these melons sold sell for about fourteen thousand yen. That's hundred and thirty-five dollars a pot wow it's a hell of a melon man 13 of them that are damaged therefore unsellable that somebody decided to poke their finger through so now it's a significant thing because yeah yeah,
1: i'm not allowed to do math here on the program but i know that's a lot it's a lot of money yeah
0: it's a lot of yen it's a lot of money that was damaged so there's an issue now cue the police to do an investigation and they think they have figured it out sure enough uh they find a 64 year old suspect that they believe entered the supermarket and allegedly stabbed about a baker's dozen of melons with her finger on this particular date. Now, if you are, you know, doing the lead investigating, you have a 64-year-old suspect, you have a woman that's gone into the grocery store, she's poked her finger into a bunch of melons, and what is the assumption that you make, Big J? What do you think she's trying to do?
1: She's probably trying to destroy
0: the product or you know maybe she uh, she wants to get a cheaper could be but she didn't try to buy it okay so maybe you could argue that she was i don't know testing the ripeness you know what i mean how sometimes you squeeze a melon to see the firmness of it to see okay is this one that, that is ripe enough to take home or not and she stuck her finger through it to test the ripeness that i suppose would be a uh, a conclusion that you could draw to Or you could even, you know, say that, yeah, she wanted to do some damage because she was, uh, you know, doing some sort of weird protest against how ridiculously expensive the melon would be. But no, this is where the story takes the M. Night Shyamalan twist. After police are able to track down (laughs) the 64-year-old woman, she does admit to damaging the melons. When asked why, Big J, the answer was she was practicing the ancient Japanese martial art called Hikiru shinen. and that involves the art of poking somebody with such ferocity that it makes their brain explode oh and my she God. wanted to practice on these melons and according she to she failed well I mean she did end up poking a perfect yeah but they didn't explode knife. well no but uh, do melons have brains well they got Gooey brain-like material inside so she was practicing this uh, this ancient Japanese martial art and she wanted to do something that had a very hard exterior and a soft interior to see if she could actually you know penetrate something that has a pretty hard skin and just for the record just so you know these uh, these melons these yabari king melons are known to be fairly difficult to break through and this woman was able to do this elderly woman big J with her bear with just one finger yeah. Masters of the teak, uh of the technique say that uh, they can find they, they find ways to defeat their opponent in cool inventive ways both before and after killing them. Big J. So this sounds is- like
1: this <laughs> sounds like Kill Bill
0: stuff. Right, it almost is. Uh, but the amazing thing is, is this is what she admitted to doing. Uh, The 64-year-old woman did have, apparently, some pretty interesting raw finger strength in order to penetrate all 13 of those melons without being detected by man or machine. Keep in mind, there was absolutely no footage of her doing this either way. So maybe she's a very good expert at this particular martial art as it were. Either way, I don't think I'd want to get in her way, is my point. Yeah. So you've got a a ridiculous amount of expensive, almost impenetrable melons damaged with one woman's finger that she was practicing in ancient Japanese martial art that she would hope would kill her enemies using just her finger. So mayday, Big J. Watch out for her, I guess, is the lesson here. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your We're Going to Hell story. It is the x rock. God smack smacking whatever here on the morning after with Nick and Big J. And I suppose if you want to be realistic about it, this is probably a little bit of a crystal ball for the future of the Treasure Valley because uh, you mentioned it. I think it was a couple of weeks ago. You talked about the possibility and the real thing that's going to happen whereas in n out burger is going to expand to the treasure valley they're they're targeting a boise location correct yeah five years uh and so we've got five years before we're going to get an in n out burger here in the treasure valley and uh it happened in colorado over the weekend they opened up the very first in n out burgers in and around colorado on friday in aurora and in colorado springs and uh, big J, you and I both are fans of In-N-Out Burger. Whenever we go to like Vegas or we've gone to Phoenix, we've had In-N-Out Burger. But uh it is uh pretty crazy how hugely popular the chain has become because at both locations, big J, uh, the one in Colorado Springs had a wait of over 12 hours and the one in Aurora had a wait of 14 hours. Now, I enjoy In-N-Out Burger ain't no way in hell i'm waiting 14 hours for a burger i'm not waiting either and so but i guarantee you because i saw this when it opened up in phoenix as well all those years ago i mean the wait was insane the cars lined up for two miles to get into in and out burger that's how popular the chain is there's nothing wrong with it i just think you're absolutely insane if you're gonna wait for 14 hours for a hamburger sorry no offense yeah they're they're good They're they're not that good and so uh, it, it, it's it's probably not surprising that people did it. A little bit surprising that they, they did it in the <laughs> middle of a pandemic uh, because the Lions both were in and out of the store and in cars that long to get into the In-N-Out Burger. Uh, because also, you know, don't forget the chain's not going anywhere. Once it's open, it's there. Do you know what I mean? You can grab yeah, it whenever you want. And it's very efficient. Correct. Uh, but <laughs> even still, I mean, think about how efficient it is and still have to wait 14 hours to get in plus you know they're probably new employees as well so it's going to take a little bit longer the first couple of days uh but it also probably shouldn't surprise you that there was a straight up brawl outside of the aurora uh in and out burger uh that just debuted over the weekend because somebody skipped in line big J. Uh, yeah, nobody, that's a reason to go. Don't be skipping in line. Like skipping in line, and uh, that is what ended up uh, ticking off about three people. This happened to be in the drive-through line. Somebody like uh, kind of wait. S- how does that? I don't know. I am trying to figure out how uh, if you're waiting 14 hours, two miles long, how somebody else can sneak in there. But apparently, it happened, or somebody tried to, and uh, you know, three people got out of their car. Next thing you know, where they're throwing haymakers, uh, and they're not allowed to get in an Out Burger because they're all getting arrested instead. And so keep that in mind that when the the In-N-Out Burger comes to the Treasure Valley, listen, I'm going to give it a good couple of weeks, maybe even months, before I even think about it because it's just one of those deals where it's going to be too, too crazy. And I don't care what you're making, ain't nothing worth waiting 14 hours for that I'm still paying for. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah, well, it won't be that long of a wait once the, the
1: opening happens. What do you mean? Well, I mean, once they get
0: once they get going, oh, it's it People saying.
1: waiting for the door to open versus you well, know.
0: The, the 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 here's what happened: 14 hour f- wait Friday, 10 hour wait Saturday, nine hour wait on Sunday. So it happened the first whole but, weekend. Uh, people were waiting in line for this particular thing. So they're waiting for them to open. I don't know. Not, not just well, not listen. Just if you're nobody. waiting for it to open, it's open. If you're if you're in a nine hour line and you wait for it to open at 10 o'clock, you're not getting out of there until six o'clock at night. So, I don't know if you're waiting for it to open, or you're just waiting for it to get food. But either way, yeah, waiting that long for uh, a fast food burger is uh, certifiably insane. We all want In-N-Out Burger to come to the Treasure Valley. Ain't no way in hell I'm waiting 14 hours Open now. Open now. It won't open for five years. Morning After with Nick and Big J Coming up in a few short minutes, some important stuff. Open now. Here's
1: Here's traffic.
0: Okay throw on some of the big j bucks and open up a franchise you got the money make it happen trading like four of your cars and get us in an outburst <laughs> <laughs> all right coming up in a few short we'll minutes work some, on it. some pop culture smackdown as well but first the big j cdc recommends you don't go flying anywhere during this thanksgiving holiday but you think that'll stop people big j nah nope we don't listen to nobody So if you happen to be flying somewhere for Thanksgiving this year, despite warnings from the CDC and Transportation Security Administration, they are now putting out a list of Thanksgiving foods that can or cannot be brought on as a carry-on, Big J, Just in case you know, you want to bake a huge Thanksgiving dinner and then take it with you on an airplane, and you think you wanted to lapdog it the whole way. (laughs) Great solid, idea. Solid foods can be transported easily, while liquids must adhere to the 3.4-ounce liquid container rule, so you can't bring on a whole bunch of gravy. Understand? That's unfortunate. Each airline passenger is allowed up to pack a quart-sized bag of liquids, aerosols, gels, creams, and pastes in a single carry-on bag, but the individual containers within that bag cannot exceed 3.4 ounces each. This rule also applies to beverages, spreads, cooking sprays. Did you say spritz? I sure did. You know, like cheese spreads. Oh, to put together your uh, sausage house. Alcoholic beverages that are more than 70% ABV, that's more than 140 proof, are forbidden from carry-on and check baggages. And almost every solid food item can be brought aboard a carry-on or as check luggage. You're also allowed to have ice packs, but they must be frozen solid and not melted by the time you reach the TSA checkpoint, because otherwise it'll classify as a liquid again. For the record, you should be checking things like all your canned pumpkins, Big J, your canned yams, and even your canned cranberry sauce, just so you know. Save the metal detector stuff. You know what I mean? You're right. But, like, <laughs> do people do this? Do they travel with full Thanksgiving meals? Even no, in a regular time? No, there's no way. No, they must. Otherwise, no. they wouldn't put out this list, right? You know, I mean, be, they're they doing just want to,
1: you know. It's festive, you think? They just want to make sure that nobody gets confused.
0: But, I mean, like, I I, I guess I could see if, like, if any year somebody's going to do it, I suppose it would be this year because, you know, you never know if you travel someplace and they're out of canned pumpkin, I guess. What's in your backpack, Big J? Stuffing. Just a huge bag of stuffing that I made from home. Piping hot. It's pretty gross, man. Yeah. Yeah, it is. You think it's gross now? Wait until that six-hour flight I'm on. And I land, and it's still... Hey, is that a stuffed turkey in your bag? God, it's gross. Rams beat the Buccaneers 27-24 in Monday Night Football last night down in Florida. Jared Goff had a big game, 376 and three touchdowns. Tom Brady did not. A couple interceptions. Uh, the Buccaneers offense just couldn't quite get it all going, but it was a close game and a good one. And the Rams ended up kicking the game-winning field goal with 236 left and then picking off Tom Brady at the S end of the game to give them the victory. Joe Burrow is done for the year. Torn ACL, MCL, and other structural injuries in his left knee. Maybe Uh, longer than that. Yeah. uh, Zach Taylor said the rookie's out for the rest of the season, and MRI showed the extent of the injuries, which were worse than anticipated, uh, of course, so that's going to do it for him. They do expect him to be back by week one, but he's got a long road of recovery in order to get back there for next season. And to play for a terrible team. I mean, real incentive there. He's got to bulk up that offensive line, to be sure. Well, Big J, usually this weekend is a huge one at the box office. Of course, it's not going to be that case this time around. We're coming off a weekend in which uh, the number one movie in the United States of America was Freaky, starring Vince Vaughn, and it made $1.2 million to top the box office, which of course is the lowest number since the pandemic began. But Thanksgiving weekend usually is just marred with theatrical releases and huge box office numbers as families tend to go to the Thanksgiving uh, box office as a huge family movie holiday draw, that kind of thing. Well, uh, not going to happen this year, of course. Uh, About 646 theater chains across the United States are closed down, 60 in Canada, so the North American film box office budget is not supposed to be big. Given the limited number of open theaters, the holiday movie season will, of course, be tasked with bridging the gap between the most challenging period when the cinematic cavalry arrives in what looks to be a 2021 slate of blockbusters. So we'll see what ends up happening, but they're not expecting any more than three to four million dollars to lead the box office this weekend, even some people think that might be hot. So it's not a good time to be releasing movies. This is probably why Wonder Woman '84 is coming out streaming Wonder Woman come Christmas Day,
1: and in the theater.
0: Morning after with Nick and Big J. There's your important stuff.
1: Morning After with Nick and Big J. Right here, right now, your chance to get qualified for sack this week. It is filled to the brim. An Echo Dot. You've got a Fire Stick. You've got a Kindle. You've got a 50-inch TV. And, Nick, you've got a sound system. Yeah. It's yeah. a, uh, a lot of stuff. We'll also throw at you uh, a couple of monster Angus thick burgers from Carls Jr. I mean we're talking third pound Angus beef patties, two of those, four applewood smoked pieces of bacon, a uh, bunch of cheese, mayo, and uh, get your lunch taken care of here.
0: All you gotta do is beat me pop culture smackdown. Good luck to you, I say. All right, 208-287-1003. If you want in on this Santa Sac qualification and definitely Getting some Carl's Jr. Stubbed in your gullet. Let's go to the phones. Hello, the X. This is Sandy. Sandy, you're up first. Sandy, are you ready? Yes. Since the year 1949, the golfer who wins the Masters Tournament receives what color jacket? A green jacket. Right. Green jacket, gold jacket. Yeah, that is correct. Big J. Who gives a bleep? In the United States, Black History Month is celebrated during what month of the year? Come on, man. February. February. You son of a gun right? whoever's on the other line. Yes, thank you. Saved Big oh, J's Man, ass. you idiot. Oh come on, Big J now. I hope you get this next question wrong. Oh, my god. Then I'll
1: teach you your peanut gallery. Man, I don't get any help helping here.
0: Didn't know the answer to that one. How embarrassing, number one. But number two, the fact that you gave it to him. Oh uh that <laughs> Sandy <laughs> I'm sorry. Sandy, you're up. In 2017, what branch of the United States Armed Forces began using Xbox controllers to operate its periscopes? Uh, the Navy. Right! That is correct. Big J, what university is the only private institution in the Big Ten Conference?
1: Okay, I was waiting to see if maybe I somebody them was down. Oh,
0: come on, man! <laughs> no help this time. Uh, in the Big Ten. Yeah. Private, you Northwestern. That is correct. Right. Northwestern is correct. Sandy, back to you. How many interlocking rings appear on the Olympic flag? Six. Six. Seven. Seven. Wrong. You're wrong both times. So don't feel so bad.
1: I kind of feel bad.
0: You should. Hello, the X, but it's his own fault. Nobody to blame but himself. Hello, the X. <laughs> Hello, the X. Hello, the X. How many interlocking Hello, rings th- appear on the Olympic flag? That would be five. Right. Five is the correct answer. Big J, in 1989, with future Oscar-nominated actor, won the very first Grammy Award awarded for Best Rap Performance. He's
1: a future
0: Oscar winner? Future Oscar nominated actor.
1: Nominated Oscar. uh, Oscar, um, Oh boy. Jeez. I'm going to say. Let's go with uh, Eminem. Wrong.
0: That's incorrect. Eminem wasn't around in 1989. Uh, he was. He was alive then. DJ Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince were around who won that Grammy. It was Will, Will Smith. Big Willie style. The Damn first it. first ever rap Grammy. Congratulations, man. You are qualified for win Santa's sack. And you've got some Carl's Jr. coming your way as well. We're going to do some headlines. That's happening next on the x To know it's time for headlines on the morning after with Nick and Big J. Headlines brought to you by Team Mazda and the pre-owned superstore. GoTeamMazda.com is the website you need to go to for your next new used car adventure. Go check it out. Yeah, because that's where you need to go. If you want to get the inventory or the payment calculator or the fresh start credit button, that's where it needs to be. Headlines are as follows. Good to know, bad idea, or okay, here we go. Okay, here we go. Sightings of shovel-headed garden worms also known as hammerhead worms, have recently been reported in the state of Georgia. University of Georgia Agriculture Extension Agent James Murphy says over 100 sightings in the Atlanta area have been announced on iNaturalist, which is a social networking service. The snake-like worm, which can grow up to nearly a foot in length, gets its name due to its half-moon-shaped head. Now, the mouth's Of hammerhead worms are located midway down the bottom surface of their body, rather than on their heads, according to Murphy. And what makes these so dangerous, Big J, is these worms will bite anything that comes across their path. You understand? Your garden, your animal, your damn foot. And they apparently are starting to get a little bit aggressive right now. So they're trying to figure out why these hammerhead worms are suddenly uh, coming to the surface. Number one, number two, getting so aggressive and biting everything. What do you think? Just awful. A foot-long worm sounds pretty gross, yeah. And having nibbling on your foot is probably weird. But right? the hammerhead part is
1: freaky. Huh?
0: The offspring is happy. Good to know or bad idea? <laughs> bad idea. While most of us will opt to boil, steam, or roast our vegetables, one TikTok star has suggested we use the dishwasher to cook them, Big Jay. Christmas and Thanksgiving will look very different for many of us this year thanks to restrictions making it impossible to have a normal festive season, so... Maybe it's time to jazz up your usual choices. And according to one TikTok user, her cooking hack is basically putting broccoli in a glass jar, adding water and then running a standard cycle on your dishwasher. The account is home with Shen and it has almost 200,000 followers. And apparently she says that she likes to cook her veggies in the dishwasher. That being said, is the dishwasher a much, much longer process than like, I don't know, boiling water? (laughs) yeah you would think so on your stove top mm-hmm. I mean like I suppose you could but I, I, the other part of it is why would you yeah why I mean if, if, if your stove is broken your dishwasher's working I, I guess maybe you could argue it but I don't know doesn't seem like it's worth the trouble not practical but you know what uh, 99.9% of the stuff on TikTok isn't worth the trouble buddy that's not why people do it good point wrap it up with good to know big j please do not let any moose lick your car if you're around alberta canada okay okay the town of jasper has posted signs literally reading quote do not let moose lick your car it's asking drivers to keep their distance from the animals so they don't get a taste of the road salt that ends up covering the side of cars when driving through the alpine town Jasper National Park spokesman Steve Young, no relation, says they're obsessed with salt. It's one of the things they need for the minerals in their body. He said they usually get it from salt lakes in the park, but now they realize they can also get road salt that splashes onto cars. And he says if they let moose lick their cars, next thing you know, they'll be running out into the streets and could get hit and killed, and they're trying to make sure that doesn't happen to keep as many moose safe as possible so while you think it might be funny for a photo opportunity or a reel or a uh fleet it's just not a good idea to have the moose lick your car because not only that but moose can also be fairly aggressive you understand
1: yeah they're mean you know
0: what's coming at you with their big old antlers and wrecking your car you don't want to need that either so despite the need and want for viral fame Don't let moose lick your cars. And now you know. It's for your safety and for the safety of the moose as well. Look at Steve Young looking out for everybody. Uh Uh-huh. He's chucking around left-handed passes out there. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your headlines. You're officially up to date on everything. (coughs) Deftones and Ohms here on the Morning After with Nick and Big J. It is week number 11 wrapping up. In the morning after fantasy football league, and so Big J, we ask you, how goes the team, sir?
1: Yeah, uh, going into last night Monday Night Football, as always, it comes down to the last minute with my team. Uh, I, I felt like I had a pretty comfortable lead going into the game, and I had two players going. Of course, they were Tampa Bay Bucs, Nick, uh, Rob Gronkowski, and Ryan Suck up the kicker, uh, and and. Combined, they scored ten, ten and a half points, uh, which is the only reason I ended up winning, because uh, we had a little comeback from Guitar Street Hooligans. Uh, We'll get to that in just a second. But uh, I had a fairly good showing with Sean Watson, 31 points, had a pretty dang good game uh, there against New England Patriots. Uh, Derrick Henry, uh, strong performance again from him, 20 points there. But here, finally, uh, my continuing playing this guy and getting a little points, thinking about dumping him, I kept him around. J.K. Dobbins uh, scored big time against... Uh, the um, the Houston Baltimore. Against Baltimore.
0: No, He plays for Baltimore.
1: Baltimore Against Tennessee, I'm sorry. Uh, Scored me 18 and a half points. Uh, So that is great. Now, of course, he scored wonderfully and now is on the COVID list, so we don't have him for next week. But that's another story. J. Andre Hopkins started things off um, on Thursday and only got me 10 points. Uh, C.D. Lamb, uh, which I was conflicted about playing, I'm glad I did, he got me 16.6 points because I'd thrown in the Vikings defense. Uh, Those two teams are going against each other. It's never usually a smart thing to do. But uh, I didn't feel I had a choice. I probably should have went with my uh, other defense. Either way, I ended up scoring 119.86 points. Uh, meanwhile, Guitar three hooligans, you know, had Ben Roethlisberger. He had a pretty good game, almost 17 points there. Ezekiel Elliott showed up with 19 points. Uh, and uh, Jacobs, the rushing... Uh, Running back for the Las Vegas Raiders, uh, got 13 points. He got 13 points out of uh, his wide receiver from uh, the Washington Football Team, but he caught back up, and I thought was was going to have a chance to win because last night Robert Woods, who he has in his flex position, had a hell of a game with 30.6 points. Uh, he ended up scoring 112.08 points, so it was a it was a victory in a narrow margin, and almost got caught
0: there, Nick. Congratulations on getting off the schneid. Hopefully it feels pretty good. Uh, I got back on the winning side of things as well. Uh, going into the matchup against the number one team in the league, I was not favored to win. But Cinderella story, I pulled it out there at the end to knock off COVID-49, 120-104. Uh, to 104. I was a bit worried heading into Monday Night Football as well. I had the Buccaneers defense, and I was going up against uh, Henderson for the Rams, but uh, the Buccaneers shut him down and only allowed him to get 2.9 points for COVID-49 so balance attack on my part Pat Mahomes uh, my leading scorer got 19 points out of Michael Thomas finally uh, my number one pick 14 points out of my kicker that never sucks and so ended up putting up 120 on the board even though I left uh, the highest scoring player on the bench uh, DeAndre uh, Johnson for the Pittsburgh Steelers. It's such a feast or famine with that Steelers wide receiver core. It's so hard for him to crack my lineup when I've got three number one guaranteed receivers in there with Michael Thomas, Calvin Ridley, yeah. and DK Metcalf. So I can't you know, get too upset about not playing them. either way. Uh, I got the victory so I'll take it and uh, COVID-49 got 20 points out of Kyler Murray, uh, 23 out of Devontae Adams and uh, 17 out of his defense in the Pittsburgh Steelers but still the number one seed in the actual uh, fun that is the league. He fell to seven and four on the year, and I improved to six and five. Cheese Graders with a big one twenty-six to ninety-one victory over FC Boise. Uh, they could thank Dalvin Cook's twenty-five points and seventeen out of Jefferson. The Vikings' uh, offense helped him out a lot, along with the Browns' defense twenty points out of them. Uh, Kevin got himself uh, twenty-one points out of Tyler Lockett, and then twenty-six out of Tyler Kel out of uh, yeah Kelsey for the Travis Kelsey for the Kansas City Chiefs, but. Matthew Stafford was his quarterback, and the Lions got shut out. That's never a good thing. Wrong side of Kamara picking up her seventh win of the year over uh, LaMarvel Cinematic Universe with a nice little performance, uh, courtesy of Russell Wilson. Uh, she had the highest score of the week in Keenan Allen, the wide receiver for the Chargers, putting up 34 and a half points. Ten out of her kicker as well to give her 117, and then LaMarvel, unfortunately, the worst team in the league, just get another tough luck loss falls to 2-9 and nine on the season. Uh, LaMar Jackson just is not getting the job done for him at quarterback although good performance out of Waller for the Raiders and Cup for the Rams last night just still not enough to rally him back so uh, Aiden falls to 2-9 and nine on the season Devontae's peak with their second win of the year and another high scoring game this time knocking off uh, Wayne's I only eat dark meat skate team 128-119 to 119 is your final score uh, Devontae's peak is going to war with uh, Joe Burrow going to have to figure that out as he has done for the rest of the year. Got a good performance out of Gibson, the Washington running back. Uh, Tyreek Hill had a great performance. Andrews, the tight end for Baltimore. And Moore, the kick, the uh, wide receiver for Carolina, leading him to 128 points. Wayne uh, ended up going uh, with uh, Mr. Hill, the wide receiver. Excuse me, the uh, running running back, the quarterback for the New Orleans Saints. That uh, Taysom Hill that got the start, got him 24 points, 32 points out of Adam Thielen, but Adam Thielen finds himself on the COVID-19 list now, so we'll see what Wayne has to do. Uh, he falls to 8-3 and three on the season. The high score of the week goes to Sequanda Forever. Uh, Dell's team ended up putting together another balanced performance against Wubba Lubba Touchdowns to give him the win. 28 points out of Justin Herbert, which is pretty damn good. Uh, 17 points out of Aaron Jones for the Packers. Another 17.5 out of Tyson Bo- Ty Boyd for the Bengals and 14 points out of his tight end to give him 133 on the day uh, and of course what a love touchdowns got a good performance out of Edwards Eldare for the Chiefs 20 points and 17 points out of Mike Williams and Pittman for the Colts but 90 points is not enough to knock off Saquanda Forever's 133.2 for the high score of the week improving him to 7 and 4 so as we get down to the last couple of weeks of the morning after fantasy football league before we hit the playoffs Uh, i need to make a playoff push i've got an opportunity here i'm sitting at the number five seed. only four teams get in but i've got a chance this week i go up against uh, the team that you just knocked off guitar street hooligans who do you got next week big j uh
1: going up against the cheese Graders.
0: so we'll see what ends up happening as big j tries to make the march towards 500 and i try to make (laughs) the march towards the playoffs but there's your morning after Fantasy Football League recap for week number 11. Some bad impressions are next on the x
1: here With Nick and Big J on 100.3, the X. And
0: we've got a $25 gift
1: certificate here to uh, Papa Joe's here in Boise uh, down there on Capitol Boulevard. We'll set you up with that. Send it off to you in the mail. You can go uh, get yourself something delicious like a meatball sandwich.
0: Or the pizza there is fantastic yep. as well. So, uh, it's up to you what you get. Either way, we're sending it out to you. You get lunch or dinner on us if you want. If you want to play a little game called Bad Impressions, 208 287 1003. Here's how it works Big J has got three clues. Each one of them is revolving around somebody pretty famous. If you can figure out who that famous person is in those three clues or less, you may not need all three, then we got some Papa Joe's coming your way courtesy of us. Let's go to the phones. Hello, the X. Hello. Good morning, man. What's your name? All right, Daniel. You're up first. Good luck.
1: I've been nominated for three Oscars, including Spotlight, Foxcatcher, and The Kids Are All Right. Uh, Next one. Shutter Island, Collateral, and The Zodiac are just a few of my other movies. Next one. I took over the big guy role from Edward Norton. That's right. I'm the Hulk in the MCU. Very angry I
0: don't know his name Oh no Oh no Who knew What do you got Daniel anything
1: uh, Bruce Banner Bruce Banner <laughs> 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 Well you got the Hulk's name
0: <laughs> That is the name of the actual character In the Hulk but unfortunately We need the an actor's name I believe is what Big J is looking for Is that correct You may have stumped the whole Treasure Valley. Not an asshole name anymore. I'm
1: sorry. I mean, it's tough here, man. It's tough sledding these days. You should have went with the fictional character side of
0: things. I know,
1: but I mean, I seem to do that every day now.
0: (laughs) Well, nobody can remember the guy's name. Hello, the X. Hey, guys. Hey, the answer is? Congratulations. Congratulations. Mark Ruffalo yeah. is correct. Hang on one second. Thank not, you for saving not us. Not really
1: well known other than uh, for the, uh, the Hulk.
0: The three Oscar nominations and The Hulk. Yeah. But why is Mark Ruffalo in the news?
1: Uh, he, well now, even though, you know, the, the Hollywood is struggling right now because uh, they can't really put out movies or at least, uh, you know, the, the theaters are, are not working the way they used to. Uh, they're still putting together casts for movies. And Mark Ruffalo uh, is going to be playing Ryan Reynolds' dad in The Atom Project. Uh, he'll join uh, at Ryan Reynolds and co-star Jennifer Garner in an upcoming, upcoming sci-fi flick. Uh, it's an action-adventure flick also starring Zoe Saladinar and Catherine Keener.
0: So uh, quite the cast there for that. How old are they apart? Like, how many years apart is Mark Ruffalo from Ryan Reynolds? Like, oh, I don't not, know. It's not dad level, is it?
1: Well, it's a sci-fi. Movie. I'm sure they, you know, makeup and things like that. You I can know, do but a what I'm of- just
0: saying, it's it's weird to me that that he's being cast as a as a uh, a dad to like a full-grown man. Like Ryan Reynolds is like in his <laughs> mid-thirties, <laughs> you know. Ruffalo's got to be. I put him what 50, 51? Yeah, yeah. All right, and Ryan Reynolds is thirty. What is he close uh, to forty? Probably, yeah. Yeah. At so this point. I mean, unless Mark Ruffalo's having kids when he's eleven. Either way, uh, listen. Know, there's a thing called movies. There's a thing called a-listers. That's what they want. Names, names get movies made. Big J, you learn that the hard way.
1: Morning well, after. Let's not go calling like him an a-lister. Nobody with, knows who it was with, for this guy. Well,
0: I mean, he's an a-lister in Hollywood. If you're a part of the Avengers, you're probably considered an a-lister at this point. Agree or disagree? Sure. Uh, we will wrap up the show here next on the X Rocks. <coughs> I. That is Avatar <laughs> Colossus. You weren't a guy, dude. There's one second left in the song. I'm a warning you need. That is going to do it for the morning after. We have fun here. With Nick and Big Jay. Uh, we sing along with this stuff sometimes, too. Almost uh, all the time. Yeah, usually adding our own words to the songs, however. Thank um, goodness. About bodily functions. And uh, that's going to pretty much wrap it up for the Tuesday show. Big J selected a movie to watch for you tonight. It is called Hillbilly Elegy. You can watch it on uh, Netflix if you'd like. Elegy? Yeah. E-L-E-G-Y. How would you pronounce it? I don't know. I'm going to go with Elegy. Just want to make sure that's the word you're trying to say. And you can enjoy it on Netflix if you want. Big J will tell you how it is tomorrow right around uh, 6.50 or so. We also had a chance to qualify somebody else for some Santa sack action. And both of us somehow victorious in fantasy football this week, which is an incredibly rare thing to Miracles be sure. never cease. But an adventurous Tuesday nonetheless. A reminder that the Bronco Motors family of dealerships Black Friday sales event is going on now at all six Treasure Valley locations. Visit Bronco Motors if you want to learn a little bit more. And that leaves you with the floor, Big Jet.
1: Uh Yeah, don't forget, take out your uh, your turkey right out of the freezer if you haven't already. It's going to take a couple days to thaw you uh, you cooking the turkey this year? Yeah, cook uh, turkey and a ham, smoking it. Okay, you're doing both. Uh yeah, I'm not smoking the ham though.
0: No, you're just uh, baking the ham and then smoking the, the turkey. Yeah. Uh were you were you on the fence about deep frying the turkey? Did you think you were gonna do that? No. No, I never, was gonna smoke. Never it? done that. I know you said. I know you had said you'd never done it. I didn't know if this is the year that you're gonna try it or not. But either way, are you excited for it? Yeah. First time smoking the turkey? Heck yeah. Yep. Uh so what do you have to do with that? How long does it take? It
1: depends on how I just asked. Actually, how how much our turkey weighed because oh, it of course depends on uh, how much it weighs.
0: I thought you had done some research. And Probably four hours. To Oh, that was a lot less time than I thought it was going to take. Yeah. But enjoy it. Have a great Thanksgiving. Defrost those turkeys. And a reminder that the next set of X Rock is brought to you by AAA, providing 24 hour roadside assistance across town and across the country for the last 100 years and running online at AAA.com. AAA, keep life going. Jason Drew's up next. We'll see you tomorrow at CX Rock.